right. Hello, everyone. It's What's Your Take Media podcast. We're back critiquing movies and television. I'm your host, Sarah Rosina, and I'm joined by my distinguished co-host. <laughs> Distinguishedly dapper. Yes, I yes. love it. I love it. I love it. It's Sean Blackshear here with you as always, Mr. Rosina. Yes, I love it with the rolling of the R's. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Yes. That's right. That's right. Yes, because awesome. it is Latin. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you yes, know what else it is, is Sarah? What? It's, 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 it's also cold. <laughs> cold like cold rock the party or cold? you know i'm talking about it's cold outside that's what i'm telling you it is oh uh, okay it is okay. it's it's cold and it's snow and yes. there's cold snow yes and then and then uh, the driveway shoveling is cold as well oh gosh yeah <laughs> and the, the, the step out and it's up to you well you know i'm you're a little taller than me but you step just up it's up bit. to your knee you know oh, just like oh my goodness okay wait now what's going on wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't in my forecast to see snow right. like this that's right that's right <laughs> you know with hey, us hey. being in the midwest and whatnot but yeah, you never know. You wake up tomorrow, it's gonna be short. You just don't know. Um, yeah, you don't. <laughs> but let, you let don't. me let me let me tell you the difference between a number. So, you know, my current age is forty-one, and I wake up and it's snow outside. Like, oh, good. Let me go back to sleep. Um, and my kids, you know, who are ten and below, wake up and see a snow outside. Oh, it's time to go outside. Like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Oh yes, <laughs> it's fun for them. Play, you, play, you, play. What you're saying yeah. is you want to go out there. Is that what you're saying? You're the snowman, Dad. Come on. And, and you need me to come. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's a good I, time, I, sir. I actually was sharing something um, like that as far as a childhood memory with my mom um, mm. when it's uh, a couple of days ago, you know, when things hit the way they hit here in St. Louis. Mm. And um, I was like, man, you know, I was outside looking. And in my mind, I don't know why, but I looked down. I was like, I wonder where does snow come from? Like, really, how does it happen? <laughs> now, I know you can scientifically explain this, but it's just so fascinating. Like when I was a kid, I used to eat it. Like I would pick oh. it up and eat it. I did. I used to live in Frankfurt, Germany, and mm -hmm. it really snowed there. Yeah, um, yeah. Looking back, you know, looking at it, but you know, it's different as a child versus an adult. Because as an adult, mm -hmm. you're like, oh, I got to clean the car, I got to show like, right. the driveway. But you don't I got to drive in this. Like, it's fine, <laughs> you know. As a kid, so. <laughs> right, so, right. Yeah, I don't know what it was. It's something. It's nothing like some fresh snow, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what? I used to have when I was growing up. There was a guy I'll never forget him. Name Mr. Hooper. Now I was now I was ten, and you know he was you know at least in his seventy eighties. Now Mr. Hoover knew all them old Negro spirituals, right? And so every time it snowed, I'd go to his house. He'd pick up a a wad of snow, fresh snow, couldn't be nothing nobody stepped on, and he'd take it in his house and he'd put some vanilla abstract and some other things and bring it back outside. It is still the best dessert ever. <laughs> Snow cone? You talking about a real snow cone? He didn't made a snow. Uh, you know, I don't know. He he was that that was awesome. <laughs> if I can go back and ask that man, how did you make that? <laughs> oh my goodness! So now that's making me think. Like, wow, we can make a real snow cone. No, I'm not gonna do it. But that's interesting. Now, Sarah, you ain't got to lie. We know what it's making you think. You're thinking that you just ate the snow just with plain snow. <laughs> Oh, yes, kid, I didn't know. 
I mean, was the snow cones even back then? No, no, no. What did snow cones come out with? That's right. Eat that German uh, snow. Right. It was German. It was fresh. That's well, right. No. A, little, a little snow and some baklava. <laughs> I love, Hobbits I love. snow. That's right. That's right. That's right. I love it. I but love yeah, it. but yeah, I've definitely been praying for, you know, areas like Texas and Oklahoma, especially Texas, where they haven't had snow in decades to this degree and freezing yeah. temperatures to where they're not even equipped as a city, as mm-hmm. a state, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. to handle it. It's crazy. People have been without power, freezing. Yep. I've already, you know, read about a few deaths. I'm like, oh, oh my family literally tried to warm themselves up in their car and got taken out by some carbon dioxide. I was like, oh, oh my God. Oh, guys. Uh, oh, I got you got, to, you got to let the, the, the garage door up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's awful. Yeah. It's rough. But yeah, it's definitely been rough. It's definitely been uh, rough. So yeah. Hopefully, you know, but I know I looked at the forecast for where we are and um, next week I was looking at temperatures rising, you know, to the forties. So, you know. Oh, yay. That's that's, that's a shame. We got to look forward to the forties, but you know, whatever. (laughs) Hey, hey. Hey, I'll take that over below zero any day. (laughs) That's right. That's right. That's right. And to our California listeners, uh, 40 degrees is uh, when it's not okay to go to the beach. (laughs) I know you guys have probably never never seen it out that way, but uh, (laughs) 40 degrees is is fun. Hey, you know, you know what else was, was fun. I got to tell you something excited about, you know, I'm a, you know, well, I think we both nerds in this way when we get excited about trailers. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We probably already on the same page. Which one are you excited about? I am excited about the new Cruella movie. Yes. It looks good. Yes, it oh, it does. Looks good. And I'm a huge fan of Emma Stone, so I'm a. Oh I'm my gosh! Like, oh I've, my God. I've loved her. I was gonna say since Easy A, but maybe even before then. But I know Easy A was really one of those movies that really put her on the map for me. I was yeah. like, I like her. She's witty <laughs> and funny, yep. and, mm-hmm. and it just went up from there. It, yeah, she, she's fantastic. I, I didn't. I, yeah. I didn't discover her in Easy A. I discovered her. You know, one of the movies you don't like, Zombieland. But that's where I found her, and then I went oh, back and oh, watched boy. the rest of her stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, she is good. But you know what? Yeah. I, what I really, I really like about this one is giving me that Maleficent vibe, where they are. It's almost, you know, because Maleficent, they almost created a whole nother backstory. Um, uh-huh. and, and Cruella is just, I mean, because you don't know much about Cruella, except she don't like, you know, dogs. <laughs> right, right. But be like, well, why? Why don't yeah. you like dogs? What did, what did the dog do to you? So, right. uh, <laughs> anyway, so I'm, I'm, I'm very, very excited about that one. And then I'm also, the, 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 the big nerd in me is uh, that Jack Snyder's, uh, Zack Snyder, sorry, Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League cut looks like oh it's going to be. F- I mean, they just redid the whole movie. I'm saying. <laughs> I watched the trailer. I was like, okay, this yeah. is going to be good. It's going to be yes, good. I'm excited. It's four hours long. It's supposed to be. Are you kidding? Um, no. They they were talking about that. Uh, they were thinking about putting a ten minute intermission in the movie. I was like, what? Okay, so they've taken us back old school. Like last episode, I believe we brought up Sound of Music. Uh, okay. Christopher 
Glover's passing. That's and right. I was saying how back then those old movies used to be long like that, and they would literally have an intermission, like uh, in, during the film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> like that's right. It, and then you would hear, you know, they would play the music from the movie in the background and whatnot while you waiting, because they used to be so long. Like I'll never forget, you know, with the VHS tapes. Yep, tell my age. <laughs> and um, movies uh, like that, you would have. We would have a two tape box. I'll never forget. That's back when they made Cleopatra with Elizabeth Taylor. Like I mentioned, you know, sound music. They had all these movies. They were so long. But yet, it's funny how the era changes because I, I loved watching them back then. But nowadays, you, you boy, you, if you don't have a two-hour movie, it better be an Avengers movie. That's right. <laughs> be, it's best to be. It's, and that's yes. what it said. That's what I was thinking when it said four hours. I was like, man, they just took Infinity War and Endgame and just made it one movie. And put right. Superman in it. <laughs> Trade in Dark Side for Thanos, and we good to go. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about those, uh, those two, uh, those two movies. So, uh, and March seems like it's gonna be a good month for movies. You got the Justice League, and you got Coming to America two coming out. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to go through that. Yeah, we're gonna have a busy month. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, but something else that I was very excited about for the month of February, okay, you mean Black History Month, of course, mm-hmm. is da 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 da. Cinderella the Musical, Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella the Musical, starring Brandy and Whitney Houston, and Whoopi Goldberg and others, is officially streaming on the Disney app. Yay! Oh my God! Yay. Impossible. Yes! Impossible. <laughs> it is possible. Yes, I love it. I was like, oh, Whitney, we miss you. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Hearing my my wife and my daughter just walk around here and just burst out in the song. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, I don't know how many times I've had to watch this movie, um, but it, it is um, it is a favorite. And then there there is, and I like the way, so Disney didn't just put it on the app and they just like you know baby people see it they actually promoted the fact that it's on the app there is a um there's a gentleman named todrick hall you ever heard of him i have not okay so todrick hall he's a he's a um he does he started on youtube so he got a whole whole bunch of videos out there um with him he's a musician um like remixing uh different songs and um uh things like that but so they hired him and he redid the, um, one of the songs from the movie, except he got the the cast, um, the cast that was there, you know, now singing the songs. Um, so okay. you got you got the you know Brandy now. You got the guy that played the king, Whoopi Goldberg, and uh, it it was an awesome it was an awesome video seeing where the cast is now you know what i mean the, you know of course they got a little older but you know right, right, right. <laughs> yeah yeah but i i just like the fact that disney just, just put it out there they actually like hey let's promote this suck a little bit um, right, so right. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it deserves it it's really is really a great adaptation of cinderella and there's so many adaptations of cinderella but i really enjoyed this one well yes well actually the anniversary of the original just uh came up uh a few days ago as well because you know that's something I do on my social media I share on this day in movie history on this day in TV history and that just came up it's just it's just funny to me how things are timed like even the streaming of of the uh, Cinderella 
was very close, maybe a day or two from Brandy's actual birthday. And I was like, look at that little anniversary celebration. (laughs) You know, and I don't believe they planned it. It just, you know, happened to be that way. I don't know. I could right, be wrong. Right. It might be somebody back there in the numbers checking dates. Okay, look, here. let's see. We're gonna drop this right on Brandy's birthday. <laughs> no. but, uh, right, that right, is, right. That is awful. Get up. Yeah. Um, that's a lot. But um, so yes, I'm definitely excited to see that. Especially, um, I think when I first saw it as uh, younger, because came out in '97. I, I, in my mind, I really thought it was Disney, Disney. But now looking at it and finding out it was Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella, I was like, wait, hold on a second. You're talking about the <laughs> Rodgers and Hammerstein that made all those musicals? Sound of Music, yep. Oklahoma, The yep. King and I. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? And what? I was South Pacific. It's so many you could go on. And it was I am great. a fan of theirs. The, you know, may they rest in peace. But um, yeah, and you could kind of hear some of it in the music actually. Oh yeah, watch it because I rewatched it here recently, of course, because mm, there was a, a, a whole watch party for it on the day of. <laughs> and I was like, right, well, okay, right. let me get in with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, so. did you notice the similar? Now, this is this is a weird, weird, the weirdest two things to be uh, similar is that Cinderella and Bridgerton. What did they have in mm. common? Oh my gosh, the colors. The, uh, I mean, okay. the mixing of the cultures. I do. No, there I go. That. I peeped that. There you go. I was like, oh, I love this here. I know, right? I was like, yeah. man, see, so, see, we keep having producers that's just that's been out, just just telling us, like, hey, melting pot, let's all get in there together. <laughs> right. So I love that. I love. Speaking that. Love of Bridgerton, <laughs> okay, <laughs> you brought it up. I did. So I am um, actually excited to announce they have finally cast the lead role for the female lead for the mm. second season of Bridgerton, which will be Simone Ashley. Um, she'll be Miss Kate Sharma, and she's going to stir the waters for Miss, Mr. Anthony Bridgerton. Uh-oh. So, yes. So, if you're <laughs> keeping up with the books, ladies and gentlemen, this is actually the second book for the second season. The Viscount Who Loved Me is the name of that book. Oh. So, uh, looking forward to seeing this love story unfold this second season. Yeah. I can hardly wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm yes. gonna have to go back and rewatch it because I tell you, I have black friends, I got white friends, and and everybody loves. <laughs> I mean, Bridgeton. I mean, everybody loves it. It's just I haven't found any differentiation of people. No, uh, it's that, across that the board. Like yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. And I really I think it's something special. Um, I know I actually talked to our pastor about it briefly, pa- uh, Pastor Pam Dillon. And um, she was like, that, that Miss Shonda, I know she she had to pray. She didn't pray before she stepped out there because everything <laughs> she touches is gold. And literally, it is. <laughs> like, like it's crazy. Like I remember when the madness, when Scandal was on, the madness, yep. when How to Get Away with Murder was on, the madness that's still going on with Grey's Anatomy. I'm like, is the show still on? No. <laughs> <laughs> But, right, I mean, she's right, an amazing right. writer, producer. It's just amazing. She, I mean, she's got a whole production company, Shondaland. I mean, it's it's great. And um, <laughs> But, yeah, so for her to collaborate with this book series, I mean, it was so genius. It's just so genius. And um, yep. But, yes, the newly actress, I didn't mention, she actually is Indian. 
And um, I'm like, once again, we're blending the cultures and I'm just excited about it because it's something actually I've dreamed of. I love cultures mm. and I just love it. I was like, be like this in life. I, I just love it. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm definitely excited. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, you know, we will be critiquing Bridgerton the remainder of the series. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I love it. So, so, so All speaking right. of cultures, that should bring us into our, our movie tonight, right? Yeah. Oh, always. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is Black Black History Month, and that's uh, right. That's know, right. Trying to do, uh, be consistent, if you will, uh, <laughs> critiquing and reviewing, you know, uh, African American movies, and so yes, um, we are going to review Judas in the Black Messiah, Uh-oh. which is currently streaming on HBO Max as well as uh, select theaters. And we're going to critique Outside the Wire, starring Anthony Mackie. That's a Netflix original movie or whatnot. So, and of course, WandaVision. We are on episode six, I believe, this week. Right. For WandaVision. That's right. Okay. So Judas and the Black Messiah. Deputy Chairman Fred Hampton of the Illinois Black Panther Party. Repeat after me. for impersonating a federal officer. Or you can go home. The Black Panthers are forming a rainbow coalition of oppressed brothers and sisters of every color. Their aim is to sow hatred and inspire terror. I will learn all that I can. I These ain't no terrorists. You can murder a liberator, but you can't murder liberation. You can murder a revolutionary, but you can't murder a revolution. And you can murder could not have summed up the movie better um yes so <laughs> just a quick synopsis so most people probably um especially if you're you're black uh you you may already know uh what i'm about to say as far as the synopsis um but uh, it's based on a true story. So it's about Bill O'Neill. He infiltrates the Black Panther Party per FBI agent Mitchell and J. Edgar Hoover. And um, Fred Hampton at that time, he was a young charismatic activist and becomes chairman of the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party. So he basically puts himself in the crosshairs of the government, the FBI, and the Chicago police. And so the FBI, we know that at that time, J. Edgar 
Hoover was actually actually the one that created uh, FBI, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he was the first one to be over the FBI. And um, he, of course, the government and the Chicago police or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's crazy. But, um, yeah. yeah, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> this was quite a movie. <laughs> oh, my God. This was, uh, was a... You know, I have to be, you know, be honest. When I go into a movie like this, I, I try my best to, to be, you know, prepared um, because, you know, some of the, sometimes these movies can they they can anger, you know, they they you know just depending on the feeling or the spirit you're watching them in, they can anger you sometimes. You know, looking at oh, yeah. what people people went, you know, people went through to get to where we are now. And um, oh my gosh, yeah. But I've watched so many movies like this about. It, um, I, I, I probably at least twenty of them about Malcolm X. Um, at least you know ten to fifteen by Martin Luther King, couple by Rosa Parks. Um, but this is the first time um, that I've seen one uh, about the Black Panther movement, um, and, and especially to portray them in the light that that they did. Because I remember growing up, the things you know that I heard about the Black Panther movement was you know the black fist and that they were pro-violence right. um and but this was completely different uh, was it? oh <laughs> yeah i mean the, well i mean from the standpoint of when he was going places hammond when he was going places you know he led with hey you know look what we're doing for our schools look what we're doing we're feeding people you know look what you know th- this is what we're actually going after you know what i mean um yeah, they, and I, I was just yeah. i was you know i was mesmerized by by that I was like why don't people lead us out when they talking about them you know what i mean <laughs> yeah there was a it was a whole like organizational movement i can't think of exactly i, I read up on it a little bit the children mm-hmm. something and they would help you know feed people and whatnot uh children and um and even for like sickle cell, you know, diseases and things of that nature help with that. So, you know, that's great. Hey, look, mm-hmm. I have no issue with that. You know, it's one of those things back then and even now, <laughs> really, within our, our culture, um, you had some people that would have been like me back then. I probably would have been in the lane with Martin Luther King. But then you have some more people, more radical people that might have been, you know, in realm of Malcolm X and more so even more radical in the realm of Black Panther movement. That's right. That's and right. so, you know, Malcolm, uh, Martin Luther King was all about love and showing love and, you know, which, you know, a lot of that's based on him being a minister and in Christianity, of course, love comes right. all, which I that's firmly right. believe in that. Um, you got to just be able to uh, take the risk and put yourself out there, in which case he did, and he was assassinated, but yet I believe that he served his purpose because we're still talking about the man today and the influence mm-hmm. that he had. And right. so, you know, the Black Panther, I'm also one of those people that, the way I, I was raised and it was perceived was that they were definitely a violent, more violent organization, but it was spectacularly done in this movie. It was shown in such a great way, just different facets of it or whatnot Mm -hmm. so yeah i would definitely concur with that i was like oh okay okay um and speaking of which the screenplay and the director was actually done by a man his name is shaka king and um i believe he's from the new york area and um he's a newer director like i looked him up a bit and you know he hasn't this is probably his first real uh mainstream uh project and um I mean, it, it was great. Like, 
I mean, I really have, of course, I know we're going to get more into it, but I really have no qualms. And I'm also like, you know, we're both similar in the, um, and wanting uh, to get our mindsets and emotions right, you know, before watching right. something like this. Cause I ain't gonna lie, it took me, <laughs> I was almost the last minute before I watched it. I was like, oh, that's right. We're gonna critique this one, huh? Cause it's trending, right? But you know, but it actually wasn't as bad as I thought it would be as far as mm. now, you know, towards the end there, of course, I, I, I literally teared up and I was like, mm. oh, I can't believe y'all <laughs> did that to them. <laughs> You know, they did but, they um, did them wrong. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I, I mean was there was a whole do you know there was a whole lawsuit yeah. after he was killed. Uh there was uh two family members, I think his mom and somebody else's mom. I briefly read this, but they took out a lawsuit against the FBI. It took mm-hmm. 12 years, and they said that was the longest case uh dealing with something like this in history. 12 yep. years. And but they did win like I think like 1.8 million. But I think actually yep. this is something that was in the credits at the end. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wow. The, the, did, did you notice though in the credits at the end? So so you know we're you know for our listeners what we're talking about is the ending scene where um, the uh, Fred Hammond and his you know family was in the apartment Fred and they Hampton just, Hampton you, you said Fred Hammond like the, the gospel singer. <laughs> Good talk, good talk. Uh, so Fred Hampton was uh, <laughs> was in the uh, in the room, and uh, you know the room got got shot up, of course. But but what I was looking at was he. They said the Black Panthers only fired once, and the, and the police shot forty seven times. I was like, holy crap! What? I thought it was ninety six. Was it ninety six? Okay, it was yeah, I was a like, lot. Right, right. The, yes. the thing I, the only thing I didn't understand, if they knew they was going in there to kill him anyway. Right. Why did why did they want dude to sleep on the the sleeping pill, the sleeping medicine? I guess maybe they felt like it would be an easier attack that way. That's what. That's the only thing I could think of. I got because you. I got you. It seemed like he they would have still got him though if he was asleep, but maybe they I was about to say yeah. Even if he wasn't, they wanted sleeping, to yeah. double. They wanted to make sure because you never know he could have been up and just whatever. Right, 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 right. Went, Rambo. Yeah, but my thing <laughs> is like, why did you have to take out? You know what I'm saying? Why you come up shoot up the whole room? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. I just, well. Uh, on one end, I'm saying that, but then on the other end, they were known to be, um, you know, open carry. That was the organization. That was what they promoted. We're gonna open mm-hmm. openly carrying, so you know that we're carrying, and t- to come against police brutality. Mm-hmm. I mean, because even with that scene where they were, sh- I was like, they shooting at the police. Right, oh right, God, right. Yeah, it was bold. That, that was a losing battle right there. That was a street <laughs> war zone back then. I was like, wow. Yeah. 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 But and then the, they, the, the, you know, the Judas in that scene that you're talking about, uh, I'm like, man, you talk about a rat trying to get out of a sinking ship. Oh, I mean, my oh I'm my, I mean, going to the roof. right, right, right. He's going tripping. to the roof. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know what, what they, you know, I, I hardly, I don't hardly ever get in fights that I, that I know I can't win, which is why I don't argue with my wife. But I just, I just don't, I don't. If I, if I know I'm finna, if I know I'm gonna lose, what, what am I getting to a fight for? And I'm just, I'm just thinking like, why, why did they even try? <laughs> you know what I mean? You got a whole platoon they, of police officers and there's two of y'all shooting they had i mean they i don't even know how to explain they had something 
back then that it was like, and I believe it's still, it's definitely still apparent today or whatnot in our culture, you know, that fight, that type of fight. And of course, with the leadership of Hampton back then, you know, it's just like even, uh, oh my gosh, that that huge scene when he was, what were you saying? You were saying it to me earlier about the revolution. (laughs) We are a revolution. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You are a revolution. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, he just inspired them so much and had them amped up. I mean, just to touch on him just a little bit, that man was gifted as a leader. He was definitely a unifier because I watched him go from, because there were some other uh, black groups going on around that time. The Kings. um, Yes. It was, uh, I remember I had seen, so it was the Black Panther movement. And then it was, uh, I thought it was something like the crown or something, but I'm mm-hmm. thinking, but it was a few other groups. So anyway, but it was crazy was they weren't united together. They were separated. I was like, why mm-hmm. we always gotta be separate within our own culture? But anyway, so, <laughs> but he was big on that. He was like, we could do so much more if we just came together. And then he went to, I don't know the name of the group, but he went to that group with the uh, the white people and they was in yeah. the room. Yeah. I was like, look at this dude. He was definitely charismatic. He was definitely gifted in, in in his area, in his realm of influence. It, it was crazy um, yeah. how he brought people together. And that was the whole thing. Uh, what was his name? Um, that Edgar Hoover feared. He was just like, no, we gotta shut this down. We gotta shut right, this right. down. You know, that was his thing though, back then. Like yeah. he wanted to shut down the Black Panther organization, however, any way possible. Yep, yep. And it, it's a, you know, the, the and I forget what the Judas, what, what was his name? Um, that was O'Neill. O'Neill, yeah. Bill so, O'Neill. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he was in, he was in a pickle. You know what I mean? He, you know, it was, you know, do this or, or go to jail forever. Right. And, you know, I was sitting there thinking, cause you know, I, I always try to empathize with people, but I'm like, man, I'm not sure what I would have done in that, that same situation. You know, would you have told, you know, them this, this is what's going on so they can see if they can help you get out of it or. What, what are you doing that type of scenario you know what I mean that's more than a rock and a hard place yeah. <laughs> so yeah that yeah. was um, that was definitely um, well, well speaking of which okay so of course we gotta talk a little bit about the actors in the movie because the acting was phenomenal the acting um, was so good oh my goodness so yeah. Fred Hampton was played by Daniel I think it's Kalua. I might be mm. saying it wrong but um, he of course was in the Black Panther he was Wakabi it was Wakabi. That infamous, yes, that infamous scene. He was like, "Would you shoot me, my love, or will you? Would you kill me, my love?" Without question. When they was out there, <laughs> right? Without question. I was like, <laughs> "Talk about somebody yep. that's for their nation." <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's like right there. And yep. uh, he was in Get Out too. Yeah, as well. He was. Yeah. So yeah, he's definitely been making a name for himself. Uh, Bill O'Neill, the other kind of lead there, is Lakeith Stanfield. Um, he's most recently been in the, he was in the photograph with Issa Rae. Hmm. Um, he was in Knives Out. I love that. Uh, oh my God. Movie. Yeah, that was It was fantastic. Movie. Oh, Christopher Plumber. Anyway, and <laughs> um, he also was in a series called Atlanta that was actually created and um, he starred in it. Donald Glover, AKA Childish Gambino was uh, that was his series or whatnot. Really, a little short little series. Mm-hmm. But yeah, one thing I can say I like about Lakeith is so far, well, actually both of them, 
they've been like even with what I just named, those are very versatile projects. And I yeah. love actors that could do stuff like that. Like, please don't be typecasted. But I think we talked about this before. I think we're in this era now where that's done. Like people are like, nah, we not, I'm finna stretch myself. And I just mm-hmm. love it. Go on and get an Academy Award, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yes. If the, the acting was, I mean, the uh I can't pronounce the, the guy names that, play, that played Fred, uh, that, that played Hammond again. We'll just call him Hampton. We'll just there you him. go, Hampton. Yeah, him. So he, um, uh, the, he had passion. I mean, you would have thought he was delivering the speeches himself. Uh, he did. But, oh my God, he had such passion in, in the, uh, in the, in the speeches that, that, that he was given. And, um, Great. Oh man, and, and just just a little bit more about the the guy he was playing. Why they sent this man to jail for two years for ice cream? I know it didn't matter. My you know God. it don't matter. It didn't matter back then. Oh shoot, something don't matter now too. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. I had to catch my tongue right then. Yeah. But um, speaking yeah. of which, wow. you know, I could be wrong. This might just be me. <laughs> but as I was watching and and listening listening to his voice, uh, Daniel Kalua that played Fred Hampton, I said, he kind of sounds like uh, Cedric the Entertainer to me. I, I, I don't know what it is, but his really? voice, the tone of it. Okay. Indeed, it was reminding me of Cedric the Entertainer. Okay. It's like this baritone something. If you go back, you might pick up what I'm saying. Okay. Because it, it was throwing me off a little bit. I was like, wait, this is a serious movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Yes, but That's I don't know funny. if it's something he kind of took on for the role. It definitely seemed like he, you know, transformed himself as much as he could for this role. Mm-hmm. So okay. I don't think, you know, if it was just him as a, as a person uh, outside of the acting role, if he would, you know, veer me that way. But he definitely did it in the film. I was like, this boy sounds like such a the entertainer from St. Louis. He says, I holla. Right. <laughs> but check this out. Did you know who was playing J. Edgar Hoover? It took me a minute. It took me a minute. Do you know who that actor was? Uh, I don't. Who was that? That was Martin Sheen. Was it? What? Okay. So this is something else I loved about this film. When I talk about the era, like what is this? Like the 1960s. I mm-hmm. literally felt like I was transformed into the era. Like there was the oh, costume, yeah. the makeup, especially that makeup. I was like, wow, this is great. Uh, a great team on this project. Um, yeah. yeah, everything. And so it, um, I, I, I literally had to look it up because I was going through the cast, you know, getting ready for the show. And I was like, that was Martin Sheen? Like, I remember seeing his name in the credits, but I didn't, you know, I didn't think nothing of it. I was, I was watching the film and then looked up. I was like, oh my gosh, that was Martin Sheen. Well, you know, yeah. Martin Sheen's dad, you know, Estefes' dad, you know, he's been acting <laughs> for years. Um, but yeah, great actor. Yes, that was Martin Sheen. Wow. I'll be there. Look at her. Yes, yes. Yeah. And something I else. Always, like- I always wonder about the, the, the our Caucasian brethren when they take on a film like this. I mean, is it like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Is it hesitation? Is it like, ah. Right, right, <laughs> but, right. Yeah, but but right. I need to pay this bill, though. <laughs> ah, that's hilarious. I always, I always wonder, like, is there any hesitation when they take on a role like this? 
I got you. I got you. One thing I'll say, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but uh, Martin Sheen actually has done, um, he was in Selma. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, he's done some more um, projects of this nature. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, okay, he did Selma, which was a great movie. Um, I was trying to think of something else he did in that same lane, but um, yeah, but like I said, he's got a, a great uh, resume. He's been acting for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, so something else that surprised me as well. Okay, so the love interest to Hampton. Yeah. Okay. Whatnot, who, of course, I believe is still alive today. Her in, in the baby, because mm-hmm. he, he actually named him Junior, are yep. still alive and in the, involved in the movement. In the movement. The, the son's the CEO now. Yes. Um, she, this totally threw me. Now, usually I'm pretty good at placing people and things you know. I'll be like, yeah, so-and-so, she was in what's the name with what's the name? Right, right, right. But I was totally blown away by this actress. So, um, Project Power with Jamie Foxx. It's a Netflix movie. Okay, I don't know if you've seen yeah. it. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, she yeah, was, yeah. She was the teenager in that movie. The female no. lead. Yes. She sure was. I'll be Dominique John Brown. Fishback. You're I right. You're done. right. Wow. Yes. I'll be she, done. Look at that. And she is young. I was like, if she's starting out this way, huh? <laughs> just, just right. wait. Just wait. That baby, that baby gonna make it to Marvel. Um, <laughs> I can see it. But she was phenomenal. I yeah. was totally blown away when I saw that. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? That's her? <laughs> oh, man. And wow. she was in The Hate You Give as well, which is something else kind of kind of similar to this film. So, you know, dealing okay. with okay. culture. So, um, yeah, I was totally thrown. Wow. You, you know, this, this one was... Um, you go and... I've always, I'm always intrigued with how something starts, right? And I always wonder to myself, well, where did this racism, how does it start? How does it keep going? And the, um, that one scene where, you know, the, the, the agents are all in the office and he, you know, they sit there laughing, drinking, smoking their cigars, and he just stops and he's like, hey, you know, what are you going to do when your daughter brings one of them home? And uh, it's, yeah. it's like, what? That you know what I mean? Yeah. It just came from out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's like, man, what? You know, I, I, and I just I just wonder if, you know, what, you know, is that how it's passed down through generations? You know what I mean? Is somebody granddaddy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Talking to them about, you know, I just, I just, you know, I just wonder. And, and on the other end, you got our, you know, I can't say all black people, but I know a, a good majority of, of us, you know, we're, we're taught to, to love and, uh, you know, to protect protect your own, but don't just go out looking for hate. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I just, you know, I don't know. That 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 part right there just like stood out to me like a sore, sore thumb. Like, I wonder if that's how this stuff just keeps getting passed down throughout the ages. Well, yeah, that, you know, some of it. And of course, you know, as spiritual people, you know, we understand, you know, where the scripture says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and houses in high places. And so we understand that things operate naturally and spiritually. And yep. so I definitely think it's a spirit at work 
mm. that if it's not dealt with, it's going to continue on. Like if no, okay. if it has somebody has to make the decision that I'm going to make a change in in that character trait, if that makes sense. Mm. Because yeah. to me, um, it can be dealt with. Now, sometimes it's I don't know. Sometimes some people are so deep. If they if it's not counteracted with uh, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Lord to come in, which is initially love to basically cover it and, and okay. bring the change, it's just not gonna happen. But okay. within all of that, you still it's still a choice because we have free will. We make decisions, mm. right? And so that's my perception and my how I perceive it. And even along those lines, that brings me to Judas. Because as you started out talking about this movie, you yourself said this title was so befitting. Mm -hmm. And when you know what you know about Judas, and it's definitely still a spirit that's rampant today. Like I definitely believe that the spirit of what, you know, that is the betrayal and whatnot. But even, um, I know that scene from the movie when they're uh, right before the shooting came and Fred was, you know, assassinated or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, they were all sitting in a room. It's like they were supping together, if you will. And uh, it made me think of the Last Supper with Jesus and how at that at that time, he mentioned that one of you would betray me. And he flat out said who it was without saying it. Um, if you go back, and I actually read that scripture here recently, and I was like, man, that's funny how we're doing this now. I, I promise you I did planners. But yeah. I, I, was reading, I was reading that re recently, and he actually called him out. He called, called it out. And um, no, none of the disciples picked up on it. But it was a reason for that. It was all on purpose. And so it's leading me to say that the differences that I saw between the actual story of Judas in the Bible versus this is that back then, Jesus knew Judas would betray him before Judas knew. Meaning Jesus mm. knew his, his assignment, which was to die on the cross <laughs> and for our sins. So somebody had to betray him, right? That's right. Judas didn't know. Judas was on assignment. Judas's assignment was to betray Jesus. Now, mm -hmm. some people, if you say something like that, they're like, what? That don't make sense. Everybody in this earth has an assignment for something. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so the, another difference was with Jesus knowing Judas was going to um, betray him in that way that would lead him to the cross. He still loved Judas. He still treated Judas as a disciple. He still, he, he didn't separate how he treated Judas from the other disciples, meaning he had, there was no respect of persons. He didn't treat him any differently. Mm. And today people will be like, are you kidding me? I would right. never. Right. And so wow. from there we know, and we learned that that's, that's why we need the Holy Spirit. That's why we need Jesus because we can't do it as our human being self because human being self would be like, oh, heck no, I'm finna kill Judas myself. I mean, I'm right, just saying, I'm, I'm gonna right. Take that brother out. <laughs> right, take, right, take that brother out. And so I thought, and it made me think of that scene when they were supping together. I was like, Judas was literally in the room, just like during the Last Supper with Jesus. And I yeah. was like, this is crazy. I, I, I think, I feel like they intentionally did that because of, you know, with them calling it Judas and the Messiah or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Hampton definitely had that, you know, that uh, Messiah type. Right. I don't want to, you know, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to actually say that he was like Jesus because no, I don't believe that because Jesus was all about love. But yet that whole, the influence, yeah. if you will. That sphere of like, man, that you know, draw the draw the people in. Mm -hmm. so. 
Yeah. You know, and and you know the the you know the end of toward the end of this thing, you know, there was two two things that that really got me was that the guy, you know, the the um that played, you know, the Judas guy, I forget forget his, his name in the movie. What was the name again in the movie? O'Neal. O'Neal, thank you, I'm back. So yeah, so so the fact that he and I think me and you even spoke about this, that he held on to it for all those years with you know, with his gas station. Um so he held on to it for for all those years. And then when he finally decided to talk about it, you know, a couple of days later, you know, he, he uh you know kills himself. Um I was like same day. It was the same oh, was it, I thought it said five days later. No, it was the same day. Wow, just Yeah, just, I was just, um which is another um how can I say, um as for Judas from the scripture. Killed himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's and I was right, like, right. well, I was like, well, dude, that's why I said it's a spirit. <laughs> yeah. it, it's in, you know, it's in, you know, it's in upon the people. This is the kind of world we live in. We operate that way, you know, and, and by influence. We operate by influence. I say there's good and bad. So either you're going to be, you know, succumb to the evil, or you're going to be succumb to the good. But none of us will be perfect, you know. But some could be more succumb to the spirit versus, you know, the good versus the evil based yeah. on our lifestyle choices and things of that nature of course but um but yeah um it was it was literally the day of and i feel like of that special airing and i feel like um yeah like you said we talked about this earlier i feel like he couldn't deal with the guilt and shame and i'm gonna take us back to there was a scene with o'neill where he was having a dream and i thought this was a powerful scene in the movie and he basically was shot by himself like it was his self, like I had to double take. I was like, is yeah, that him? Yeah. Yep. And um, because he could feel it. He could feel that guilt and and the and the shame of it. And um and he, I mean he had gotten close to them and he might have been gotten closer than what we uh what was shown in this movie. What was shown you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we weren't actually there. But right. um it, it's crazy, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, uh, yeah. And what's crazy to me is that even after that, like nobody tried to take him out. Like, didn't nobody figure out that what was going on? Because he was able to keep going on all that time. Right, That's right. Interesting. Yeah, but you know, like yeah. said, purpose. Um, well, shoot, a lot of the people he was in it, which they they gone. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He took yeah, most of them out. Yeah. yeah. But the, I mean, the, but the mom, she was there. Well, and, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Yeah. But, but like I say, yeah. everything is purposeful. Who knows? But, um, yeah. and the, the second thing that it left me with is a, um, just a, uh, a thirst for answer that I will never be able to get, you know, until I meet, meet, meet Jesus myself. Okay. I, I do not under, I cannot fathom. You know, uh, white, black, and different, whatever. I don't understand people that are bringing, trying to bring people together. Because Hammond, you know, he had white compadres. Uh, you know, him Hammond. The, I'm laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <Fred> Hammond. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Well, he he had white white partners in the Rainbow Coalition. He had Latino right. partners in the Rainbow Coalition. And, right. And. Why would the the why why do they want to kill him off of that? The, the same thing with Moses King. He brought people of all races 
together. Right. You know, Martin Luther King, they brought up a lot this in this in this movie. Power. You know, he brought all races together. But power. What is what is what power are you holding on to? <laughs> what power what power is threatened? I guess is my question. You know what I mean? Well, you you gotta think. So this is the sixties. So mm-hmm. we're coming from the, the the slavery transition. And this is taking me back to even when we were talking about the Pittman movie. So we went through slavery, then segregation. And then I think we were still right there around segregation around that time. So it was always this thing of uh, keeping us down type of thing. And I know a lot of our, our culture is like, oh, the white man trying to keep us down. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that, but not saying that. Like I'm not mm-hmm. this person that's like, oh, I hate white. No, I love all cultures, and I, but I, and I understand, you know, what's happening um, to some degree. But mm-hmm. it's that wanting to control things, and you're no, 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 you're getting way too powerful. No, 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 you, you ain't finna what? No, you ain't finna bring no, no changes like that. Where you guys can, you know, educate yourselves and become a better culture. That's mm-hmm. what it what it really was about. Like back then when they was checked, Ku Klux Klan came in and took them out after they had just got free, or um, killed the young man because um, he was educating the culture. They're like, mm-hmm. oh no, nah, y'all don't need to be coming into the knowledge we know. Does that make sense? Because mm. there's some yeah. people even now they're in leadership positions and they feel like, no, nah, I'm finna be the only one that knows all this information and y'all don't need to know. Time type of thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. It's unfortunate, you're right, you're right. but. You know, yeah. that's you know, that's just what that's my perception, of course. That's my take, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah it's makes crazy. no sense. Makes but it's no a, it's sense a great movie. But I feel you, Sean. It really was. It. <laughs> it really look, was. Can we all just get along? <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I don't know. You, and you got you got every president, you know, well and you know, we don't we don't get into politics on the show. But the, but every every president wants to unite in yes. some in 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 some shape form or fashion. Almost all of them have said most. it in, in their speech, right? <laughs> you know, most, they, most, most of them yeah, have yeah. said it in their speeches somewhere. That, you know, we we have to come together. We're one nation. You know, every every one of them said that that we're one ain't nation. That, but, ain't that in the Declaration? It is. It, 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 it is somewhere independent, somewhere. But it ain't. But it ain't. But it ain't. But you know, I don't know. I just, I don't get it. We just work so much better together. I mean, that even is a bit of the influence, I believe, from Bridgerton, like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I freaking love it. It's, it's. I tell you, it's like we're living in a parallel universe when we watch the show. It is yeah, the most yeah. beautiful thing. And, and I just, you know, I wish it could be now. Like, I wish it could be like that for real. But I, I believe that that's really what God wants for us is he didn't create us dip separately. <laughs> right, right, right. That's right. That's right. right. Different cultures so we could all, not so we could be separate. I'm just saying, we were always supposed <laughs> to love each other. And I don't want to yeah. keep going into this because then I'll go into something else. So much yeah. <laughs> that's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. But, okay, uh, you so, know. Great movie oh. though, great movie. Yes, GTS Def- definitely t- check it out. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I would would definitely you know give this one a ten to tell you the truth. It's good to learn uh, about a culture. I mean, about a group that has been painted you know one way, and to and to see it from the eyes of somebody who's there. <laughs> 
you know what I mean, right. and see see it the way that it actually was. Um, so so I, that, that's that was my enjoyment with school. So I, I I definitely give it a ten. I got you. Um, I would give it a ten as well. It kept me engaged. Uh, phenomenal acting. I said that earlier. Great script. Yep. Uh, and I believe it truly depicted the error or what. Yeah, so, it really um, did. I actually was uh, thinking about it was, watching it. It again. was froze everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> true, true. Um, but I definitely, uh, you know, uh, was gonna uh, watch it again, which that's not something I usually do with, with these type of movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, no. Really, it it was a real good movie, and I actually would just like to go back uh, for the historical content in it. Actually, as well, okay. was my reason wanting to go back and look at it again. Yeah. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, but I go. believe that uh, Daniel Kalua that played Fred Hampton, I believe he's actually already been being nominated for some awards. So nice, um, you know why? Yeah, so get ready, get ready, ladies and gentlemen. We will definitely be covering and having some topics on the show involving because uh, we're getting ready to step into award season. Golden mm. Globes, Academy Awards, Daytime Emmys, Primetime Emmys, All SAG Awards. Right. <laughs> so yeah, be on the lookout for that, definitely. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Awesome. So what you got for us today for the YouTube corner? Ooh, so we're gonna switch gears completely. Yes. <laughs> so we're gonna switch from being a revolution and we're gonna switch all the way over to Skippity Paps. Um, oh, so, <laughs> so there is a comedian and his name is Tony Baker. And he is hilarious. And um, what what um, he does, he so on his YouTube channel, he has a lot of content out there. I mean, a lot. I mean, he I mean he does everything from music, uh, movie reviews. He does uh, music reviews, and he even does video game reviews. Um, But one of the things that that he does that I absolutely love is he does voiceovers. And Sarah, I know I know this is your wheelhouse. Um, but he does um, voiceovers for uh, yeah. He finds animal videos on uh, <laughs> on YouTube, and he just and he just makes the most hilarious videos out of them. Um, and I mean, and every animal has their own little catchphrase. Yeah. And so you know how the you know cats are you know usually pawing at things and and all that kind of stuff. So he'll so if a cat is hitting somebody or, or being uh, mean, you know, it'd be the <laughs> cat would be telling the dog, hey, you know, you better be quiet before I give you these fresh skibbity paps. Oh, um, I love <laughs> yes. Uh, so it it I mean, Sarah, when I say it's hilarious, and my, my poor wife is uh, skibbity pap, and uh, <laughs> is is a word. There's a word around the house, you know, three-year-old, hey, you better go in your room before you get these skippy paps. And you know, and oh, they and man. they and they know what we're talking about. So <laughs> if if you want a good laugh, I mean it is a it is a fantastic, you know, good 10, 20 minutes, you know, laugh. I haven't seen one that wasn't funny yet. <laughs> so say, um, yeah. it's good clean comedy too, isn't it? It, uh, for the most part, there's some of them are, yeah, some of them get a little mature, but um, for the most part, yeah. Yes. Oh, and I meant to say this. We're uh, trying to get into the flow of doing this a lot more, ladies and gentlemen, but, you know, just to put it out there, um, we just, you know, review Judas and the Messiah, uh, but it's definitely explicit content. 
Uh, mm. You know, just want to, you know, put that, you know, out there. I don't know. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. If, right, you right, know, right. I don't know if you're going to listen to this before or after you see the movie. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, definitely not for children. Right. Um, don't a lot of profanity kids. being used. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. and of course, you know, with the scenes, with the fighting and shooting and all that. So just don't yep, know. Yep, yep. Cool beats. Yep. Okay. But definitely check out Tony Baker. Great yes, I Great actually show. am a fan of his. <laughs> and, and, and I think we're we're you know in the in the weeks to come there'll be more. He is a part of a group, and I mean, and I love this group because they promote each other. Um, yes. And uh, so they have, uh, you know, so it's him. There's another comedian on there that I love. His name is uh, Gary Owens. He's he's hilarious. Yes, um, Gary Owens. Yep, there's another another gentleman named uh, uh, Kevon on stage. Kevon um, on stage, you're yep. on stage. <laughs> He's a part <laughs> of the group, so it, it's it's uh, it's a lot. So anyway, so we'll, we'll we'll talk more about those in the weeks coming. Awesome, awesome. Yep. Okay, so let's move into the Netflix movie Outside the Wire. Oh ho ho! Lieutenant Thomas Hart, do you know why you're here? No. No captain. No captain. Only two people here know who and what I am. We remove advanced weapons from beyond the wire. We ride out at dawn. I don't have any specialist training as a field agent. Don't worry. I'm special enough for both of us. He's not like us. He's stronger, faster, smarter. What's wrong? You scared? Yeah. That guy, what is his name that played Falcon? What is his name? Anthony Mackie. He has been a busy brother. Yes. <laughs> yes, for some time now, actually. For some time. My God. Yes. He has, I mean, some of my favorite shows he is in right now, like the, uh, um, there's a, a show on Netflix called Altered Carbon, and it is okay. a really good sci-fi show, but he, and he, he's in season two, story role. And then um, the, the, this this movie, I absolutely, I mean, this has got to be in the hidden gem category because when I watched it, I had no idea it was going to be a great movie because, you know, you're looking for the reviews and I look at the, the top Netflix, you know, top 10 Netflix. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it never hit it. And I'm like, well, so let's check it out. Right. And it, it was a good movie. <laughs> so, yeah, what what what'd you think about it? Yeah, I'm, yeah, it was pretty good. It was a pretty good movie. Okay, pretty okay, movie. okay. Yeah. Um, what's I going to say? Just to uh, um, give a quick synopsis, um, Outside the Wire. So it's basically, it's in the near future. I love when they put that in there, the near mm-hmm. future. Like, what's the mm-hmm. near future? 
Anyway, uh, <laughs> like Back to the Future. Like what? what right. I okay. We don't have flying cars right now. But anyway, uh, we should have them by now, according to Back to the Future. But anyway, <laughs> um, so there's a drone pilot and he's sent into a war zone. And uh, he finds himself paired with the top secret android officer. So the android officer is actually Anthony Mackie's character. And they're on a mission to stop a nuclear attack. So mm -hmm. it sounds real serious, doesn't it? Real serious. <laughs> I like the description. They say we're set in a dystopian future. Oh my God. <laughs> Does yes. anybody have hope for our future? <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Doom and gloom. That's all. That's it. That's all. That's all we got. That's all we got. But oh my gosh, it fits. It fits so many categories. You know, there's um, you know, it's a lot of action, of course. Um, you know, my 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 wife loves. Now I'm a I'm a slapstick comedy type of guy, but she loves the little oh, yes. quips. She loves quips. You know, little smart aleck people. Um, uh, so that that's in there, and the the ending of it, I won't I won't spoil it, but I, it it threw me for a loop. I mean, I didn't. I mean, yeah, me I too. did not I see that off. coming. I, I did not. <laughs> at all. Now, I will say they did succeed with that because especially we're in. You got people like us that watch movies a lot, so you got right. like, okay, well, we already know what's gonna happen here. I was totally surprised. I said, yeah. really. Yeah. Why y'all go this route? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Did. I feel about this. <laughs> <laughs> Did not oh. see it coming at all. No. And, no. and you know, it gives it gives a um, again. Sometimes when it's a really good protagonist, you can kind of put yourself in their shoes in the in the uh, in the movie and as i was watching you know the reason the guy had to go from the drone team to on the field is because he made a call um and the call was he thought that there was uh you know automatic weapons inside of a trailer and that it was going to kill uh, a whole squad and the, of course the squad leader was like no i got two guys over there don't do anything and he ended up making the call on his own, even though everybody was telling him not to. Right. And, uh, you know, he went on and, and did that and, and killed the other two. Um, now, they never did say if anything was in there or not. Right. Um, but, you know, I was like, man, you know, what would I have done? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Because, right. you know, I, I get it on the and I, I totally get it why they sent him on on the, the ground so he can learn and you know kind of be be more empathetic to it but you know statistically i mean do you do you take out two to save 20 <laughs> you know uh, what i mean right. yeah yeah it's like, like an impossible choice those are those decisions because i'm not gonna lie when i saw i was like oh i was mad at him I was like, wait, wait, they told you, wait, you know, and then later in the movie, you know, when he's, you know, talking with or debating with Anthony Mackie, because they kind of had the dynamic and uh, when they were debating all the time, but he uh, mentioned that, you know, I think you made a good decision there, you know, kill, you know, killing two to save, you know, the many. 
Yeah. And I was yeah. like, well, I mean, I guess in times of war, you know, I guess that's why I've never been, you know, in that position from times of war. <laughs> 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 that's right. Because he was like, they should have gave you a medal, but instead they punished you. And I was like, yeah. But really, I think it was about him ignoring a direct order. Like, you don't do that. Not in the Yeah, military. yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You don't do right. that. And, 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 and he had favor. He definitely had favor that they didn't, you know, just kick him out. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I thought yeah, he was yeah. done after that scene. I was like, oh, yeah, you're done. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I was like, oh, that looked like a court martial coming. <laughs> right, right. Uh, uh, dishonorable discharge. No. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. So... Anyway, but yeah, so it it you know you should definitely definitely check out that movie. The the action was 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 spot on, and the uh, like I said the the ending is what really got me. It was like what the haberdashery is going on around here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's ending, awesome. ending definitely threw me. Definitely threw me. Um, yeah, yeah. The director actually. Um, He's done a, f- a few action movies. His name is Mikael Hofstrom. He's from Sweden. Mm. He's from Sweden. From Sweden? Yes. Yo. Ah, Yo. from Sweden. And, uh, yes. And so he has directed, he did The Escape Plan with Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And, oh. Uh, der- derailed with Clive Owen and Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta check him out. Check him out. So, pretty good director there. So, one of my favorite scenes actually in this movie here, Outside the Wire, it was a fight scene. And so, they were, um, it was Anthony Mackie, and then uh, I think his name is Damson Idris, um, who was the the pilot that basically, you know, got uh, partnered up with Anthony Mackie. He actually is uh, in Snowfall, just throwing that in there. If um, anyone watched it in um, that popular series and whatnot, and they're thinking, hey, I know his face. He's from Snowfall. But anyway, um, (laughs) it was them two, and then they had uh, met up with the lady character, uh, Emily Beecham is her Mm -hmm. name. And um, they were looking for someone, and uh, Anthony Mackie uh, kicked in the door with this guy, and it was a room full of men, and he was looking for somebody. You, I don't, I know you, you don't see him. Oh, I remember. Oh, yeah. But that scene was dope, especially really when, was. like, that part where she, um, it was a uh, Damson Idris. He was, he was gonna try to intervene and get in there and help, and she held it. She uh, put her hand up and was like, uh, uh-uh. like basically, mm-hmm. he got this. Right, and let him do it. she got in there and threw the jacket and flipped the guy. I said, come on, man. That's what I'm talking about. And his reactions were perfect. He was like, dang. He was. I was like, yeah. Was. yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was it good. Really was. It really was. It really was. I mean, I don't know. You, you should check it. That There's just some movies that you just, you just after you watch it, like, that should not have been that good. <laughs> but that was pretty that movie was pretty good so, yes, pretty good. so anyway GTS score got to see oh ah, I'm gonna give it a 7 cause even though I, I watched it loved it the first time I don't know if I'm watching it <laughs> you know what yeah. this is this is hilarious so that actually um, this I decided to uh, put my scores down ahead of time so I'd be ready oh, okay. this time yeah. and I actually put a 7 down <laughs> Mm, wow look at her yeah i said well i felt like some of the scenes were confusing not the whole movie just uh-huh. 
some of them. Um, maybe a little bit more background on, on Mackie as the android. Like, was he the only one? Did I miss that? Was this like yeah. a special project? He was the only one like that. Um, but like I said, good action and great fight scenes, most definitely. It really was. Uh, really was. Yeah, it, I don't know if I'd revisit, but, you know, it did keep me entertained. Definitely mm-hmm. kept me entertained. And I can't, I mean, Anthony Mackie's phenomenal actor. Like, one of the first movies I remember him in was uh, Spike Lee's She Hate Me back in 2004 with Kerry Washington. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's been in the game a very long time. Of course, now yeah. he's this big, you know, action star with being on, you know, one of the Avengers, but yeah, yeah so. Uh, the Falcon. Yeah. Oh, and to throw it out there to the audience, this is one of those movies, too. It's got some, you know, explicit content there. Uh, you know, a lot of use of profanity. We just like to put that out there, too. You know, so you make your decision or whatnot. If you, you know, listen to our show before you watch these projects or whatnot. So right. If you want to up and up. For the babies. For the babies. For the babies. <laughs> for the children. That's right. <laughs> because I believe the children are our future. Oh, okay. Boom, boom. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I, 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 was, I was in the Whitney Houston lane from Cinderella. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So is, it, is, it, is it time for Wanda? Yes. I was going to say, I know you're excited for uh, this oh. is more of your baby than mine. Um, definitely, definitely have become a fan as I've been watching it. Wanda oh Vision. Wanda Vision. Oh yes. my goodness. This show is so good. Episode good. six. So good. <laughs> so good. The yes. um um the uh um just I don't I don't know where to start with this. This is so <laughs> it's so I just can't wait to I can't wait to you know it's Friday now, so I can't wait to go and go and watch it. You know, I can't watch right. it without the wife or I'll get in trouble. Uh-oh. Um but <laughs> definitely I'm definitely am looking forward uh, to the episode tonight because uh, this last episode opened so many doors um, oh, to where where they can go next. Doors. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, it starts showing the two twins' powers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah. and again, I told you they they were they were acting. So they are the two weirdest comic book characters to me because in the house of m which is what this uh series is based off of wanda created them um from you know powers that that they were kids but for somehow they actually became real people um <laughs> and you know they, they became a, a part of a group called the young of the, the young avengers um yeah yeah so um so they you know so their power started to to manifest and the the relationship between her and Pietro, oh man, that that has gotten me so intrigued because you know he's like uh, uh, when she asked him, "Hey, you remember that thing that happened when we were in the third grade?" He's like, "Hey, quit testing me." Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here like you want it, right? <laughs> oh, so, my yeah, it it is it is so good, and I just. I don't know. I, I mean, I hate not knowing, but I love not knowing all at the same time. And with my extensive comic book, comic book knowledge, I just don't know where they're going with this. Right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't know where they're going with this. And you, and you would think you think that they have um, 
you know, Doctor Strange 2, the the multiverses is, you know, is on slate to come out. Um, and I can see how they can go go into it from from there. Um, because uh, Wanda and Doctor Strange share a couple villains, the you know, Metastopheles, Metafesto and a guy named Nightmare. Um, you know, you know, some big villains. Um, and I can see how either one of them could, you know, maybe be manipulating Wanda to do, uh, to do this kind of stuff. But, uh, I just, I'm just like, man, where are they going? So I'm like, I, it, it gives me that old feeling. You remember back in the old days when we used to watch, you know, Family Matters or, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can go way back to different strokes, um, to oh, where yeah. they were. <laughs> there was a to be continue episode. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't no internet back there for you to go and 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 you know see. Oh yeah. Where you can yeah you can see the episode. You just had to be excited to see the next episode. And right. that, that's just that's just kind of how I feel right now. It's like wow, it'll be. I I hate to be continues, but I love to be continues all the same time. Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah. It look it looks good. And yeah, Monica cool. Rambo is you know her. I really think uh, they are really telling her arc right now. Because again, in a comic, she's a big hero. Um, she had many, she had a lot of names in the comics, but um, you know, she was she was a big, she was a pretty big big deal in the comics, and she was you know kind of the cleanup. Uh, gotcha, <laughs> you know how? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but anyway, so I'm really thinking they're they're going they're going to probably do something with her, you know, in the future and give her some solo. Uh, some solo stuff because they're they're really they're really going back and telling telling her arc of how she started her how her powers get getting going and I'm I'm so curious because they have hinted I've heard them hint already at the Fantastic Four. Um, That's about, funny you bring that up because yeah. I actually was uh, looking at um, I was looking at something with Jessica Alba. Um, yeah, yeah, and. Um, LA's Finest, that's what it was. I was watching that show with her and Gabrielle Union. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was like, oh, man, yeah, I ain't seen Jessica Alba in a while. And I remember her doing those Fantastic Four movies. Now, some people, yeah. I don't really remember. I guess critically, it, they probably weren't the best. But I did like, you know, the first one and then the Silver Surfer and whatnot. So I was actually already in that game thinking about yeah. the Fantastic Four or whatnot. It, it was the second one that messed it up. The oh, first the Fantastic Surfer. Four, oh. yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't so much it, the Silver Surfer part was cool. All the the um, the special effects they did, him going, you know, being a part of the board, that was cool. The problem was how they did um, Galactus, ah. which was the the enemy in that movie. You know yeah. that you know, so people people don't want to see nobody fighting a cloud. <laughs> Unless it's a cartoon, right? Yeah, right, 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 right. That's, I mean, and that, and that essentially they they made the same error with when they um, rebooted the Hulk. Um, yeah. When they they yeah the Hulk because you know his his enemy at the end his father turned into a cloud and he had to fight the cloud in water, which was just like, wait, what's happening here? <laughs> it's, it's the freaking Hulk. We don't want to see the Hulk fight a cloud. Oh, so yeah, yeah, but I'm so I I don't know because Vision is um I'm going back to to this 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 episode now. Um, Vision is a main character of in in the comics. He's a he's a big character, and I'm just curious 
if they are going to leave him, you know, in the in the movie universe, they're going to leave him gone, or are they going to bring him back? Because you saw when they when they you know when they when he went outside of the uh, Wanda's bubble, he started to decay. Ah, yeah, that was heartbreaking. Yeah. I was huh? like, no, you can't live outside of the realm. <laughs> right, get back in the bubble. Get back right. in the bubble. <laughs> oh my gosh! Speaking of which, yeah, um, the way she moved, she was moving it. I was like, this chick yeah. powers <laughs> are amazing. Amazing. Yeah. What the yeah. heck? And right. I loved how they show, like, once you know it, it consumes the area, like what, like how it would transform. Yeah, <laughs> Especially that's right. The military men. I was like, oh, now the yeah. clowns. I was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> I'm mad it didn't, it didn't catch the the Howard guy. I'm mad. I wish you would have called Ooh, him. Oh yeah, Ooh, he's grinding my gears. <laughs> yeah, he Ooh. does. He really does. I'm waiting on him to get got. Uh oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Think about <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it's 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 cool. It's just a, a grief-stricken Wanda. You know, she just did. Yeah. I mean, you can just tell she's been creating everything, and it's just yeah. the things that she didn't do are the ones that keep the show so interesting. You know, so so Pedro, you know, she didn't have anything to do with him back, so she's confused about it, and you know, she can't control vision. You know what I mean? So they like, right? No, yeah. <laughs> so it's just it's just making the show interesting. And then this week, the the title. So so like um this era of the theme. Uh, yes. I guess is when I when I had started working. So we was we was watching it, and you know my wife looked over and she's like, "What's wrong?" I said, "Well, I can't I can't get this theme. I don't know what this is." And she said, "Oh, it's Malcolm in the Middle." I'm like, yes, exactly. <laughs> that is it. I said, this is totally giving me Malcolm in the Middle vibes. Which that came out in 2000, so it was like yeah. right at near the cusp of the 90s. Yeah. Yes. That's <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ah, yeah. thanks. Good job, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yep, that's yep. it. She that- hit it. The nail right up. The hammer right on the nail. <laughs> there it go. There it go. There it go. So. Anyway, this, this show is great. I, I, I'm just, I'm looking forward to the next episode. Yes, I've been seeing <laughs> a few uh, reviews out there and um, it's kind of one of those things. And I was like, yeah, that's how it was for me. Um, it had a slow kind of, you know, build up in the beginning, especially after the first episode. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I was like, I, I think I said this on our last episode of the show, uh, but like, it feels a little weird. I don't quite get it. But by episode two, it was like, oh, okay, now y'all locking me in. You're locking me in. <laughs> uh, you know, they started, it started to make a little more sense. Cause at first I was like, what are they doing? But then once right. they started tying in more, so I was like, oh, okay, so it actually is about the Avengers. Okay, there's some things going on that's connecting to other things we've seen. Okay, in the universe or whatnot. And you know, with your side with the comic book. So I was like, yeah, but it is um, becoming uh, one of the top shows right now to watch. It really is. So. It which really is making is. me very excited for the upcoming uh to get back to our anthony mackie from outside the wire the falcon and the winter soldier which is going to be streaming on march 19th so i oh. think so it's probably going to come in right when this one ends if i'm yep. not mistaken because we've got about three more episodes of wandavision so we'll just jump into that and you know keep that, that going a little weekly weekly uh review or whatnot so i'm, I'm, I'm looking so forward to that. hoping 
that's what Marvel does. It just keeps it keeps it going because I know we got uh, we got Loki that's coming. Um, oh, so we know we know Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but after that, you're supposed to have the series for Loki. Um, they are in production of She-Hulk. Um, yeah, and, yep. and then um, they are also and they ju- they just found the uh, the actress that's going to play Miss Marvel. Um, yes, who was a who was, yeah, who was an Indian superhero, um, and uh, so they're doing that. And then um, I read Don Cheeto; they are finishing up a script um, for uh, War Machine for him to have a series as well. Yes, there's there's there, there's quite a bit going on uh, in in Marvel Universe. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh my Hawkeye. Oh Hawkeye yeah. Too. Yep. Captain Marvel yep. 2 but well, we go to yep. the movie side but yeah so it's yep. good stuff it, is, it really is I, I'm I'm so enjoying it so yep yes. awesome okay awesome awesome love it yes alright well this has been our show uh, for today tonight whenever you're listening <laughs> uh, <laughs> this has been season 2 episode 6 for what's your take media podcast uh, we will see you out in the listening listening. I was trying to do echo there, but it wasn't very effective. But we'll see you on our next episode. (laughs) Thank you and good night, good morning, good evening.